0: You are listening to Jerry Royce Live, Worldwide
1: Podcast. This is your boy, gospel recording artist, Norris Williams, and I'm giving a shout out to my main man, Jerry Royce Live. Jerry, thank you for just blessing the world with so many wonderful pieces of content that inspires, encourages, and directs people towards the Word of God. You're an awesome brother. Thank you, man. It starts
2: right now. A renewed...
1: Can you feel the power? Can you feel the power? Feel the power. I the
0: power. Jerry live worldwide Podcast.
2: Hey, 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 my name is Davis and I'm from Haiti, but I'm living in Dominican Republic. I'm here for the Power 21, Jerry Wolf Live, worldwide.
1: That's right, you tell me, everybody, you're listening to Late Night, Late Night with Jerry Wolf Live, worldwide, aka the Batman of Chum City. Thank everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. We hope you had a great Monday. Right, started the the work week. We hope you had a super, super week. I know some artists had some great, great, great weather. We sure did. Got a chance to work out in the in the yard a little bit, digging in some dirt and cutting some grass. That's right, y'all. It's clean up time, y'all, to get you get that curb appeal to to your front yard. I know some of us don't have no curb appeal <laughs> but uh some of us enjoy doing that. And some of us don't. But not for everybody. But anyway, welcome y'all. We glad you tuned in. We got uh, my good friend Kimmy Kemp is here with us today, but we just want to give a quick shout out to um, our Chicago Comcast provider up in Illinois, this right, um, Jeremy and Lee. We want to thank those guys for uh, carrying my journey with Paula G, the voice up there in Chicago. That's right, you catch my journey on channel 17, and I believe it's northern Chicago, and I was working with those guys all day today. All right, well, let's get my good friend, Kimmy Kim, on here. We got a, a special guest tonight. Her name is Sharon Combs. She's here to talk about some leadership. I think she got a book out, too. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing, Kim? Hi,
0: Jerry. 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 <laughs> I love your name. <laughs> Batman, <laughs> though. It's your... But Batman is your radio name. You got to correct me sometimes. Dr. Batman? I'm just Kimmy Kim.
1: I can't think of anybody.
0: Yeah, I'm just Kimmy Kim, so you know, I'm you know, I'm just still Kimmy Kim. We just love radio. I know, I <laughs> How are you doing, doing today?
1: Your email said Dr. Robinson.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you're <so> sweet.
1: <laughs> All is well, all is well. Did you have a great weekend?
0: I sure did. I cannot complain. God is just doing wonderful things, and oh, yeah. uh,
1: so you yeah, guys. Yeah, I. Do you work? Do you work in your front yard, or you just let somebody handle that for you?
0: Well, since I now stay in an apartment right now, I don't have to worry about that. Thank you. Oh, okay, you didn't tell me so that.
1: Okay, I didn't know you moved out the house. Okay, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I wanted to um, save that when I actually start buying. So I'll probably get my first home maybe next year.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. the like home. I'm looking before. forward to it. Yeah. In fact, I just got two brand. Well, I got one new neighbor, and a neighbor's on his way. Uh, oh wow! His, yeah, hardworking family. Um, uh, we can't wait till the pandemic is over so we can all get a chance to get together. So, we have a community barbecue here, and this is when you get a oh, chance wow. to meet, you know meet people that you know you, you normally don't meet because normally you meet everybody when it's a snowstorm and we all digging each other out. Or, you know, somebody, you know, know, people hire, you know, help these days. They just don't have the time. But, uh,
0: well, that's how DC is.
1: It's cold up there. But it's been beautiful weather. I mean, we got the cherry blossom trees um, looking Uh pretty right now. Got some nice pictures. You know, they don't last too long. I, I think it's like two weeks or maybe three. And, but, you know, we got the cicadas coming this year. So I don't, they told us they were coming last year, which I saw maybe three or four of them. But this year they're supposed to be uh, back up in the DMV again in, uh, in greater numbers. So I'm hoping they don't well, that's spoil. even better. Yeah. Well, I don't want them things around because they, they get on your nerves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, can't, you can't be outside cooking out and having a good time. they flying in your hair. <laughs> nah.
0: Well, yeah, so, well, that's
1: true. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. So we'll see. We will. Some areas do get them. You know, they have older trees, and this area is kind of relatively new, so we may not see that many of them. I think they lay their eggs like every 17 years or something like that. So we'll see. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that sounds fun. You have any announcements to make before we bring our guests out?
0: Well, I just want to say thank you, Jerry Royce, for this opportunity. And Elation Magazine will be coming back hopefully in another week or two with a new face. And Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to you know, promoting uh, the uh, positive power of family on it. And it's going to be an amazing time, you
1: know, yeah. a new look. I'm right. yeah, same here. Same here. Um, my mom called and said, I'm to the website? I couldn't get, I couldn't get on to, to see the puppets. I was like, well, my, I, I said,
0: I'm
1: about to move over to another, uh, you know, where my other accounts are. It'd be easier and I just I didn't have time to work on her this weekend so uh it's still down so positive power is down right now but you can always go out to check out skeetjones.tv if you want to catch uh, Mr. Jones in action we, actually, we we actually have a new addition to the pu- the puppet fan I family. saw
0: that. I was yeah. like look at a girl.
1: She yeah, was, she's really, amazing. Yeah, we're really excited about her. Um you know my daughter is a is a is a puppeteer also. And so I, mm-hmm. I decided to give her a bigger puppet. She had a smaller one. So she was really, really good and funny. I said, let's, 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 let's bring you, plus she does all our, our music. You know, she does all our singing and everything. So we, we bring on a diva. Her name is Princess, a.k.a. PJ. Oh. That's oh, right, princess. Brings some music.
0: Go with the back
1: up. Yeah, music to children television. Yeah, so it's doing well right now. We're really happy uh, the, the way um, it's the uh, Magical Puppet Playhouse is going. You can catch it in in um, the Bronx and Brooklyn. You can catch it there okay. and also in Atlanta and, and all over North Carolina. So uh, it's doing real well. Wow. Right
0: yep. TV is coming very soon. Once I get um, a couple things out, I'm doing TV with
1: you too. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We look <laughs> All right, you ready? You ready to
0: bring up? I am couple? ready for Sister Combs.
1: I, I got a, a bunch of people in here. I, I, I think this is her. Is this, is this you, Mrs. Combs? Miss Combs? Miss Miss Sharon? She must be not that line. Well, it must be this line. <laughs> right, I mean,
0: like,
2: you
1: got a lot of people. <laughs> right. Ms. Sharon, are you doing this line? It is Ms.
2: Combs. How are you all doing tonight?
1: Well, there she is. There she is. Okay, I hear oh! All right, How I'm you doing? doing great. How are you?
2: Good. I'm well. I am well. It's been a very productive Monday and a very full Monday, but I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, we're glad oh, wow. to have you. All right. Well, you know, uh, Kimmy Kim is going to do the interview. I'm just coming on the line just to say hello and um, thank you so much for for uh, being our guest tonight. Amen. Hey, thank
0: you. And he's you. the best boss ever. So he's just so humble.
1: Thank you, Mr. Roy. Yeah, well.
2: She said, "Don't call you Jerry. I don't know what to call you. I meant you as
1: Jerry, but I said, 'Right, Batman.'" Yeah, most most people call me Batman, but you know, if you want to call me Jerry, boy, that's cool. That's my whole name. All right.
2: I got you, Batman.
1: All right. And we're gonna talk to you soon, soon, real soon. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Have a great show.
0: Hello, my sister, Sarah Combs. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm excited for the questions you're going to ask me. I'm excited for the areas we may go that we didn't know we were going to go to. I'm excited that absolutely you know, we'll be able to add value to somebody listening and hope, you know? Absolutely. I love your
0: bio. I Before I get to that, uh, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to get to know you more because... You are an amazing woman. You wear so many hats, and uh, I thank you for this opportunity. But my first question is, because this is important for me and the listeners, who is Sister
2: Sharon Combs? Um, that's probably exactly who I am. Just uh, I'm just me. Uh, my name is Sharon. I my legal name is Leslie Sharon, but uh, everybody calls me Sharon. Sharon Combs. I okay. now am a speaker. I would say I've probably always been a speaker. I just didn't have a platform, uh, or the platform was different. I hail from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Red, nice red state. I graduated from Oral Roberts as an adult. You know, I went back to school in my adult years. I have some social work in my background. I'm a human behavior consultant, which means I enjoy uh, helping people navigate human behavior, helping them navigate mm-hmm. transition. And just helping people realize uh, you are right. You are right. You know. Regardless oh, wow. Of the that you, may have had, you are right. And that really sums me up. Sometimes I referee, but for the most part, this is what I do. I'm a speaker. I have a show called Knowledge and Nonsense where we best okay. practices, processes, and perspectives. You know, are you coming okay. from a possibility mindset set or fear-based mindset? And we just kind of look at stuff, real stuff. But, uh, yeah, in a nutshell, that's exactly who I am. Oh, wow. That
0: is so amazing because you said you just me. So well, I think you're bigger than that because I read your bio and it's so impressive. Oh, my goodness. Uh, one thing that really stuck out to me was your logo where you said, um, what most, um, I love your logo when it says, limits are self-imposed. That is so deep. Can you elaborate on that for me?
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I limits are self-imposed. There are limits that we have. Maybe when we're younger and we are learning how to navigate. Uh, this is a, you know, a biblical uh, show, so I can allude to this, where it says like the law was our tutor until faith came. But after so long, your limits you will begin to self-impose your own links. You begin to qualify or disqualify opportunities, relationships, just crazy stuff. And sometimes most people, the human behavior, most people don't even know that they're doing it. And so I think if you approach, if you slow down and approach what you want to see happen, Mm -hmm. then you begin to see a way that it can happen. And sometimes the way actually just comes, and it's already in your skill set, your God-given skill set. And sometimes you don't know how it's going to happen. And so that way it's just you being quiet and being still enough to let the Lord drop something on you, and then you follow mm-hmm. the without it making sense to you all the time. Um, you know?
0: But, wow. Yeah. So you mean to tell me you you mean to tell me that there are people who says I'm not big enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough to say those words? What? I'm just kidding. I I used to be that way too. So you're so bright. Um, We limit ourselves and we are, why is it that we're the hardest uh, critique of our own selves? Why is that? What have you found regarding that question? Um,
2: Sometimes it's because you take on other people's beliefs, but sometimes it's just fair based. We're we're the hardest because dude, it's, can we just, oh, we're being transparent, right? We're going to help people tonight. Oh, we 100. <laughs> we're 100 on Jerry Rushill. <laughs>
0: and Elation. We got to keep it 100. Come
2: on. <laughs> we are our own worst critics. Hey, mm-hmm. because spiritually, you may have been judging a lot of other people, and now you're caught in that cycle, that boomerang. I call it the boomerang. Because when you have rejected mm-hmm. out, now you are under that same. Um, you're under those same restrictions that you put on other people. Nothing is as loud as the voice in your own head except for the voice of God. And other times, we're just kind of scared that maybe God won't do it for us, you know. Maybe he made a mistake. Maybe he didn't know what he was doing when he selected you to do something. Wow. Or you think he's going to pull the rug out from under you because you're judging him by other people's behavior and not by his faithfulness. So those are some oh. of the things I think. That
0: slogan caught my attention, and I hear that you are a veteran from the Navy. Congratulations. I love I love to honor my veterans. Thank you so much for serving um, the country, and uh, I love to see the perspective from a woman's side. What was it like as a black woman in the Navy?
2: Um, yeah. Oh, well, now, it was growth. And I'm saying mm-hmm. that on this side of life, as an okay. American female, you know, that from, from Tulsa,
0: Oklahoma. Yeah, and I'm about to go there too because she live in Oklahoma too. I was <laughs> like, "Wow, you're you're amazing, and you're you're from Oklahoma. You live you live in Texas now, right?
2: I do. I'm in Dallas, but in the military, you get everybody. So maybe the people who are in the military now, they probably don't have some of the challenges that I had as much as I had them. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm transparent, yeah, I, I didn't it any easier on myself either by some of my responses. Okay. But, yeah, when I was in the Navy, uh, you see people from all different places. Some are from New York, but some are from very small rural towns where they didn't even see any black people, let alone a black female. And I was in something called R1, which is repair one, which is where welders and plumbers and carpenters, those type of people. So my division wasn't even a lot of females. So, you know, it was a lot of, yeah, some kind of good old boy stuff. But I still learned a lot. I, I learned a solid trade. I learned what I didn't want. I learned that I was not a military. I didn't want to be in the military 20 years. Um, mm-hmm. But I did love to travel, and I loved people. So I had a good time in the military, and then, uh, then it's time to wow. go. Wow, I was done. I had no doubt. And I was like, I'm through. Thank
0: you. Yeah. So you experienced it even in the like when the time you were in the uh, service. What what time frame was that? Because I would love to know. <laughs>
2: it was during like this oh the nineties. What? Yeah. It was still like that. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah, the 90s, 1990, I think I went in in ninety. yeah, I did go in in ninety. yeah, so, and like I said, I just did the one, uh, I was just in there only a
0: few years, so I did not, I knew I wasn't going
2: to stay, I
0: knew that that, that I wasn't going to stay. Wow, but But I know it built you to the person that you are in so many different ways, can you elaborate on one of the ways that it has built you to become this wonderful speaker that we're going to talk about?
2: Um. Yeah. Uh, honestly, honesty, honesty. Uh, when I was at boot camp, I got an award called a meritorious uh, advancement. I did not know what that mm-hmm. was, but whenever you go into mm-hmm. the military and you have these uh, companies, I was in the navy, so it was a company. Other branches may call it something else, and they pick people to be like your base, like miniature leaders or an example of leaders. So you have like your company CEO. Which is if somebody who's in boot camp, just like you, but they just give you like a leadership, like five or six people.
1: And I was not mm-hmm. within those
2: five or six people. But at the end of my boot camp, I ended up getting the award, which was the they just boost you up a level. So I became an E two at the end of boot camp, even though I wasn't one of those people. And my uh, CCs, my com- my company commanders, actually told me it was because just my honesty, and they were like, keep your honesty. Because even when I would have to do push-ups, and I did push-ups, mm-hmm. and I did. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I did. Sometimes they would just come in and say my name because I asked questions that, you know, other people knew. To so me. they don't
0: like to ask? They don't want like you to ask questions?
2: Wow. That's interesting. Well, what, when you go into boot camp, they're looking for somebody. They need somebody to be that example in a good way and in a bad way. And when I first went into boot camp, they were yelling at me to get off the bulkhead. It was after midnight. Um, I didn't know what a bulkhead was. And I remember I turned to the lady and I would just yelled back. I was like, I don't even know what a bulkhead is. Basically, I kind of felt like, you're not going to keep yelling at me. You explain oh, to me. wow. Things. You know? And so I didn't know <laughs> those words, but when I said, I don't know what a bulkhead is, all of my affect, my energy, and my attitude was basically saying, you're not going to keep yelling at me. And you know what they knew at that moment? They were like, got him. We have our example. Oh, wow. For like the next eight weeks, you know, they did everything they could to break me, but in hindsight, they actually still were encouraging me. So uh-huh. I learned about my honesty. I learned about teamwork. I met some great friends that I still have to this day, my shipmates. Um, oh, wow. And I learned that, you know what? What's that? Yeah, it's not too much you cannot do. Yeah. It's not too much you cannot do. Um, the PT, the the condition, you know, your feelings get hurt. That's okay. Yeah. Tomorrow's in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. 1990. Thank you uh, Endure so much. But guess what? It made you the person who you are today because you're more stronger, you're more wiser, and you you can um, actually endure the things that you have to endure because of the previous um, experiences through school counts. That's amazing. And uh, one thing I want to know, what motivates you to do the work that you do?
2: Options. I want people to know their options. When I came up in Oklahoma, I didn't know a lot of my options. Um, Mm. I remember my teachers kind of trying to redirect and say, you you should look at a trade school and not college. But I was in AP courses, and, you know, so I, I think about that, and I think about some of the things I just didn't think were an option for me as far as traveling, mm. uh, being able to go to Paris or different places. I didn't think that was really an option for me at that time. And on this side of life, I'm like, what? Quick plan. I, I can't think of a better time to be a woman with melanin. I can't think mm. of a better time in history than now to be a woman with melanin. I know. Definitely right now because I'm seeing so many wonderful black
0: women becoming mayor in St. Louis. We just elected our first black female mayor, uh, the Shower Jones. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) we're coming. We're definitely getting (laughs) hurt. You you better say that, my sister. Amen. Oh, wow. It is amazing time right now. Wow. I I
2: love for people to find their home. Like mm-hmm. their, their zone or whatever, and that that creates a a resonance even within me. Like, yeah, do your thing, yeah, yeah, do uh, your thing. You know, I and mean, I just I feel like you can't be stopped.
0: Well, you sound like a servant to me. You might like bring out the that core, that best. You know how sometimes you got to purge and purge until you you press out that best characteristic, that the best. Um, talent of an individual, um, it sounds like you like to take that out of that person who sometimes second-guess themselves and to think that they're not
2: good enough, smart enough. That sounds like a passion of yours. Would that be correct? That is a passion of mine. I like to help them identify that. But I also like to help them identify what the barrier to that is because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I believe I'm going to live till I'm 88, but I might die tomorrow and I don't want them to be, handicapped in their dependence on me, but I want to be able Mm -hmm. to show them things so that even though they may be inspired, if I'm not around, they can still tap into what God has given them,
0: you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. And I love the fact that you bring the word in it because, you know, without God, like you said, with God, all things are possible. I really believe that because one thing, one thing I've come to realize um, while on this Christian walk, with God, all things are possible. And you had this statement in your bio- biography. And when I heard that, I, re- I realized that you are a, man, a woman of destiny, a woman who's been through so much and who, who is continue on pressing on uh, through no matter what comes your way. So with that being said, Well, that being said, um, who is your hero? This is
2: going to be corny. No, it's not. not. (laughs) I already know who it is. I think I know who it is. (laughs) I have a lot of people I, you know, I'm inspired by and I'm clapping for. Like, good job, good job. And it may be some things I see. I'm like, hey, I like that part of that. I would like to implement. I like this. But overall, it like, it is it is Jesus and I, was, <laughs> I knew that. That's mine
0: too. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna be corny together, huh? We're gonna be yeah. corny together then. Yeah.
2: And here's the thing, yeah. like I don't even manage to like in I have I have spoken in churches and I will speak in churches more, but like when I go speak, some of the craziest things like even when I go speak and people come and ask questions after mm-hmm. they are asking questions about what I spoke about, but like what I'm telling them. It's straight like biblical principles, mm. and I realized um, this is why this is why it's Jesus. When I went back mm. to Oklahoma and my mom was uh, getting a little, um, she was she was coming toward the end of her life. She was transitioning toward the end of her life, and so I was able to spend the last couple of years with her. But during that time, I was coming from Atlanta, and when I came, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm kill the game back home. Yeah, I'm back from Atlanta, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Y'all ain't ready." You know, my head was so big. It was just mm-hmm. like, I'm here now. Yes, I've arrived, you know. And when I got mm-hmm. to call, anything that could have went wrong did go wrong. And I ended up with, like, like nothing, nothing. I didn't even, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even have a place to stay. I was staying with my sister's friend, and she had moved on to Nashville. And I'm sitting on his couch with hot tears in my eyes and everything. And I remember just sitting there. And about 99, I had really given my life to the Lord. Like, if you still want me, you can have me. So this was like 2002. And mm. so I was just sitting there, and I remember saying, Lord, I know you're not surprised by any of this. I am, but you're not. And <laughs> like, and I, had, I have nothing, and I had nothing. But I really, mm. really wasn't surprised, you know? I yes. really wasn't surprised. And I had no idea what was going to happen, no idea of anything, like the job wasn't working, I was losing this, losing that. My credit wasn't such that I could just go and get, you know, I had made mistakes and put myself in this compromised position, so my credit wasn't that I could just go and get a place and, you know, and drop it down on a car. I made plans with no planning. And after that day, when I tell you, the Lord built everything back up. And I remember even during that season where should have been so hard, my joy was like solid. My mm. joy was solid. Because I was sitting there and I was mm. like, Lord, I've done everything I know to do. And this is mm. me just crying out to the Lord by myself. And we all had those moments for those of oh, you listen you, to you Yes, see, yes. Everybody got those yes. moment where nobody else can talk you through. It's just mm. you. And you, you and the you, Lord. You. It is just you. It's you and God. And people can talk you up, but you know it's still, this is your rubber meeting the road. Am I going to hold the faith, even though I don't know what I'm holding to? Or am I going to try to do my own thing and, you know, and and back up and go back to some practices that maybe I shouldn't? But in that moment, I was like, Lord, I've done everything I know to do. You know how we do it. like, God, I'm doing all Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: we've been there, right? I'm not, I'm laughing because I'm I you're talking. It seems like you're talking about my story. <laughs> that's why I'm, that's why I know what you're talking. About. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, it's and like it's like. Because like- he worked it out, but I
2: did. I was like, I've done everything I know to do, and I really felt like the Lord said to me, "Did you do everything you could do?" And I was like, I've done everything I know to do, God, you know, like, oh, like I'm, like my name is Jesus, you know. What I'm doing? And it was like, did you everything you could do? And literally in that moment, I realized that the question was my answer. The question, mm. was just because that's all you know, don't mean that's all you can do. You mm. can go and learn. You can go and take mm. the mental faculties that I've given you and invest in something. You can go and give your time. You ain't got nothing but time. You ain't got no money. Mm. You can't come on, go come on. on and begin to learn new practices. Begin to invest and give your time to something, and stop waiting on somebody else. Just begin to mind. Oh my. And so, uh, at the end of that thing, when I tell you God is good, mm. Jesus told me to master language, and I was like, "Well, what for?" And at the time, I was all about sweatshirts and bandanas. You know, you know mm-hmm. how I mean. mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, I do. I worked my way up to a bicycle and the handlebars would slip as I was riding it, you know, and people in the cars, I thought I was going to be driving, riding by me. I, I, throughout that whole season, he kept me. And my joy was like constant. Like I wasn't unhappy or sad. It was like I was so kept. And at the end of all of that, I really gave my time to mastering language, like he said, and I didn't know why. But then later, you know, I start working with CEOs of hospitals, CNOs, people where I see, 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 it was preparing you. See, (laughs) see,
0: that's what I love about God. He allows us to go through things because He knows what we are going to be experiencing, so that when we get to those places, we will know how to manage each um, circumstance, each trial, each test um, according to His. Um, um, ways and you said so many things that that were so profound to me. For one, you said to me when you first came from Atlanta, you were you're were, you were like I'm all of that, blase blase. So I know, thinking on my end, that's how I was when I first came back from Atlanta, living in St. Louis. Like I'm all that. I got this and bag of chips and guy had to. You know, silence me. Allow me to uh, really go through some things in St. Louis because, you know, when you live in Atlanta, it's nothing like Atlanta. I'm sorry. It's just an amazing city. So that's why I was laughing. That was the same thing in 2001. When I came back from Atlanta, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I'm all in the magazine, of but sometimes God has to allow you to go through some things so that he can uh, remind you that without him, you're, you can't make it. And so... I love your transparency because you're telling us that no matter how uh, successful you are, no matter how great you think you are, you cannot do anything without God. And I
2: really thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's his grace and his mercy. And the thing too, though, is I can't do anything without God, but that doesn't mean God doesn't want me to do anything. You know, like, Sometimes you know some people are like God, please use me, please use me, please use me, and I get that. If that's where you are, God, please use them, please use them, please, please use them. But understand, God said, I'm He. Listen for labor. He looking for people He can use. And sometimes you know we're so busy trying to disqualify ourselves or make sure we got twenty seven checks. And he's like, I just need you to go pray for the guy at the gas station, or. I just need you to give this person an opportunity and never pray for them. Or I need you to be able to, you know, buy some groceries over here and nobody has to know that you're doing that. You know, I just need you mm. to be on the scene, Where I need you to be on the scene, and I'm trying to use you. I'm trying to use you. I feel like the Lord tries to use so many of us. And then we have conversations um, that sometimes can be those limits of self-imposed things. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, my sister. Now. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> we're going to have like a – it sounds like we have a church right now because this is not an interview. This is fellowshipping now <laughs> because I love your transparency. I mean, to tell us what you have gone through and to see what God is doing for you. You're a speaker of corporations. You're a corporate trainer. You have your own business. Can you tell us um, what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it?
2: Um, My biggest failure? Yeah. I think my biggest failure, well, there's one thing that people would say is my biggest failure, and that's when I got in trouble legally. Okay. So I can always go to that as my biggest failure. But internally, I don't feel like that was my biggest failure. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like my biggest failure is not moving when he said move in you Oh,
0: come on. Now, can you repeat that answer again, please? <laughs>
2: like, some people will say your biggest failure is because you got in trouble legally when you were younger. No, no, I like the answer.
0: I just want people to hear that. <laughs>
2: I don't believe that's my biggest failure. And I, I want to be real talk. Like, there are things I got to work with people in the social work field, There's so many things I got to do legally that people said you would Mm -hmm. never be able to do because of that trouble. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you, the Lord turned pages. People I don't even know to this day who went, they got waivers for me to do things. And uh, the only thing I was doing during that season was speaking God's faith. And, again, I'm not a preacher. Well, I don't want to say I'm not a a preacher in standard uh, context. I think my Mm -hmm. biggest failures are the times when I didn't move when I know God was telling me to move. And so, um wow. Wow. I, because. There, because of fear. fear.
0: That is, that is one of the realest things that I can ever say when you, when you know that you know that there were times you didn't listen to God and you can be really transparent on that. That's really beneficial to someone who is lost in this world because, Unfortunately, we have so many people who are so dignified and so sanctified that they won't announce that they have ever not listened to God, they always listen to God, they're just um, Jesus Jr. And I like the fact that you um, announced that because (laughs) um, people need to realize that sometimes we're not really um, listening at times when we want to. Because like for me, I can say the same thing. There are times I didn't listen to God. Um, you know answers and and his um, requests either but what what it has taught me is to realize that when you don't listen to him there are consequences to your actions and sometimes it can delay your blessings and sometimes it can be a blessing that he will still uh, restore and, and um, give you double blessings but it's just amazing that you recognize that sometimes we do fall short even believers so I really uh, uh, commend you on that and because I, I love the fact that you're really transparent because, unfortunately, we have so many people who are just so, you know, dignified that they don't admit, but they mess up. And I love that about you. You are definitely 100% real. And I really thank you so much for this, just the comment. Thank, well, thank you so you, much for that. I mean, that's him.
2: But thank you. Thank you for, for saying that. I just feel like, man, and I have grace for those people, I used to not have grace. I used to be like, you are a Christian, and, you know, when up my first few years. But I have grace for everybody because, again, mm-hmm. things are written for our instruction. Yeah. The Israelites, no disrespect to the Israelites, but the Israelites were people who were believers in God. And they yeah. were scared to move. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they, and, and they saw what he did and were still scared to move. And then over in the New Testament, too, like, I don't, and I'm not trying to make you be church because I'm telling you when I go speak, I'm not. But, but that's what the
0: Bible's for to let us know there were people back in those days who fell short, but God forgave them and gave them blessings. I think it's, it's, I it's think really. Most of
2: those people were believers.
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: Most of the stories, you know, Peter. Yes. I'm going yes. to build it on you, Peter. You're
0: right.
2: I am the Christ. Yes. <laughs> and he built the church. Come on now. His,
0: Jesus says, on this rock, you will build the church. He's the builder of the church, right? And he had fear. And guess what? He had a temper and he cursed. <laughs> and he
2: was well, anyway. the one when Jesus was trying to go on about what God was telling him to do. Peter was like, "No, nah, man, wait. Let's talk
0: about."
2: It. You know, <laughs> had to be strong with him. So like these are yes. and so I take I take courage in that. Now I don't. Yeah. When you in it, it don't feel good when I'm in it. It don't feel good when I'm. No, in it. it does not. Oh my God! It just feels. It feels. You can't see my face, but if you could, it don't feel good when you're in it. But
0: no, it does not.
2: The day, at the end of the day, it don't change God's love for me. And, yeah. and I love him, and I want to do right by him. So, you know, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to cry. I'm going to wipe my nose. I'm going to cry. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to still write something out. I'm still going knowledge enough, mm. and knowledge. And even though it's a show where we're getting practices, I'm still going to do my utmost to inspire people, not with fluff, but listening, with discernment. So yes. that when I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to the heart of the matter, whether I'm using uh Colossians, or whether I'm just saying, mm. what it's just, okay, you know, which is you he okay. said for me. Whether okay. I'm saying hold your form or whether I'm saying let the peace of God guard your heart and your mind, I'm saying the same thing. Hold your form. is just easier to remember. So. Wow. Wow. That is just so remarkable.
0: <laughs> that it's is so grace, remarkable.
2: Girl. It's by God's grace, Kimmy Kim. It's by God's grace. Yeah, man. Mm
0: -hmm. I ain't tripping. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Sister Combs, what I like about you? It's not like we're having a girlfriend talk right now. It's it's not an interview anymore. That that spirit went away. Um. (laughs) Can you uh, elaborate more on, like, it seems like you have a testimony. Do you have a testimony to those who would benefit from, like, let's say, for instance, they would like to become the speaker like you are. What kind of what what um, testimonies can you um, give us so those who are inspiring to become life coaches, spiritual coaches, not only in the corporate world but in the Christian world? How can they, you know, make that happen?
2: Um, A, in my life, I like I said, I know my my life scripture. Well, my hmm. life function is out of Jeremiah, like Jeremiah 1.10, which is pull up, pull up and, you know, pluck it up and then plant it again. So I know that that is my life scripture. It's not my only life scripture, but it is the DNA strand of my my life. And so whatever I'm doing, I just make sure that, I make sure that happens. Let me go back to what you just asked. So as far as the testimony. I like that. Let me go back to what you asked. You said for someone else who's wanting to do that or someone wanting to get into an area and they, A, don't know how or don't know if they're able or don't know if they're even qualified, Mm -hmm. I guess this is something they can do. Um, I would say get, get before the Lord and ask. Now, with that being said, when you get before the Lord and you ask him, A, you got to be quiet enough to hear him and listen to what he's saying, because he might say that's not what I called you to. And so, if maybe you're wanting to do that for some old, for some selfish or some status reasons or some, I'll show them, you know, the word of God. It divides between soul and spirit. He may actually open you up and show you, daughter, I love you, but that's not your reasoning, that motivation. I can't. Yeah, it's gonna get you in trouble a little bit later down the road. You may use that in 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 the wrong manner. So listen to him. But if he don't say no, then I don't care what qualifications you have. Just start moving toward it. He'll show you what to do. He told me master language, and I, when he told me master language, I was still riding the bike. I was still riding mm. the bike, and the only piece of furniture I had in my house was the the rack that they put the pots and pans on from Chili's. I had no beds, mm. no couches, no nothing. I just had this one big old rack that somebody had to help me get in the house so that my clothes wouldn't be on the floor. And so just keep moving toward it, whatever he tells you to do. Uh, when I was working with the youth, it was like work with the youth. And I was like, well, I can't work with the youth. I got in trouble as a kid. Uh, legally, that's not possible. And so I went and I applied and did everything. And they were like, nope, can't help. Can't help you. And then, like, Maybe a month and a half later, they're calling me, and they're like, "Come, somebody went and got you a waiver." And I was like, "What? I wasn't even looking for that job anymore." So everything he told me to do—well, not everything. I didn't do everything he told me to do. <laughs> I kept, girl. I kept getting back up, though. You hear me? Mm. I kept getting back up, and I kept getting not, back
0: up nothing get to you
2: and asking yeah. wow. for the help and. Over time, what I realized is it stopped being about me. Even when you say I'm a trainer and I teach on communication, I am a human behavior consultant, which is a human behavior specialist. When I'm doing that and I'm helping people with personality assessments who are in leadership, most people are going to turn it in toward them, so I'll go ahead and help them with that. But when I train, Mm -hmm. I teach them how it's about others. Everything is about others. Like, Mm -hmm. it's about others. If you ain't helping others, What you doing? What you
0: doing? Mm -hmm.
2: Not that you have to be somebody's uh, doormat or anything like that, not that you have to be a victim of manipulation, but help others, for real. Right. Like, I'm so happy to be on this interview right now. But when I tell you, even as I'm sharing these stories, I'm doing my utmost to listen so that whatever we're uncovering and whatever we're speaking about, it helps others. It helps others. People don't have time just to sit around and be fluff, fluff, fluff. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. That's, that, I can't say that's how I feel. That's what I know. People. people
0: because people are hurting. They need to, they need, they yeah. need answers.
2: Yes. People are hurting and, they're looking, and they need a safe place where they can get a response while still, because they still may not be free enough to let go of that uh, status or that image or that you know, how they have to look in the meeting. But they can be listening right now tonight and get some real solid stuff that lets them know, hey, you all right. God can do it for you. Mm. God can still work through you. God can still work for you. God can still work to you. You are right. Mm. Open your heart and listen. It doesn't mean you have to quit your job and, and go and be a deacon in the church, you know, if that's not what you're called to do. It's a whole bunch of Christians who work outside of the church, and they need somebody, too. Go ahead. I kept talking. I know
0: you have something to say. No, I love it. Oh, no, no, no. Keep on. This is all about you, my sister. And um, I'm just so grateful that you are so real. You're telling people not only your story, but you're also um, giving them encouraging words to continue on to press on and Fight the good fight because with God, all things are possible. I'm back to all things are possible. You know, I love Romans. So on that on that um, note, what is your favorite book in the Bible? Um, you spoke about Jeremiah. You spoke about also Romans. I'm like. <laughs>
2: Listen, yeah. I I studied that word. I'm like, if I'm going to live by this book, I need to know what it there. And don't get it twisted. Like, I'm not exempt. I, I have my own set of challenges, you know? Oh, absolutely. But you're still real. You know who your help comes from. Absolutely.
0: Oh, I I, I got you.
2: Yeah. I got you, my uh, sister. There are things I've studied. I have studied human behavior. I have studied leadership. I read. I've spent years and years on personal growth and learning things about, like, emotional intelligence so that you don't lose in five seconds what it took you five, 15, 25 years to gain because somebody hit you in your emotions, you know. And so I've studied those things, but, yeah, so i studied the word, though, too, because I was like, I'm going to live by this book, so let me study it. My favorite book, I don't know that I have a favorite book. But Matthew mm-hmm. is the book that I can go to and be encouraged. Matthew is the book that I can mm-hmm. go to and be encouraged and be reset. Like if I'm really okay. sad or go to like Psalms, if I'm being a little prideful or I got too much I, I, I in my statement,
0: mm-hmm. I probably end
2: up over in Proverbs.
0: Yes. But um, the book of uh, wisdom. Um, yeah. because it says with wisdom it's greater than rubies, and it will do you good. <laughs> it, <laughs> it keeps you out of trouble, too. <laughs> I know it kept me out of trouble once I learned. Because when I um, renewed my relationship with God back in 1998, because I was a lukewarm believer, I've been in church all my life, but in 1998, I had enough in Atlanta, so I stopped being lukewarm and started asking God to um, help me. And so he led me to Proverbs, the first book I really took seriously. And then, I, of course, I started reading all over again, and like you know, Genesis and Revelations and other books of the Bible. And I'm still reading. But what I have learned about Proverbs, that if you want to know something that is true, that is not right, you'll find it in the Book of Wisdom. And, uh Oh wow! I just realized it's nine fifty. <laughs> I could talk to you all day, but before we go, <laughs> can you um, also let us know what do you do and what can uh, what can people find you online? Because you're encouraging me. Believe it or not, I had a free session, coach with you, <laughs> session with, with you as a life coach. I mean, you're so encouraging. You gave me encouraging words. You also really. Um, Identify some of the reasons why I felt that I wasn't good enough, or you know, sometimes we limit ourselves based on, you know, self-doubt or any other situations that may ha- happen in our lives. And I thank you for that. But can you tell us where people can find you and and
2: yeah, what do, do you actually do? I want you so quick. <laughs> we have the self-doubt. Listen, man, it's possible to reset your thought patterns. This isn't some oodoo oodoo stuff. It is actually possible to reset your thought processes and thought patterns. And what you do is you take on, because however you feel about something, it's going to dictate your actions. Your actions are going to dictate your results. And so most thought processes prove themselves. And so you have to kind of forsake where it says let the wicked, like forsake your thoughts and forsake your ways and actually pick up what God says, whether you fully believe it or not, pick it up and give it an opportunity Mm -hmm. to work for you, and that resets your thought processes. So when people feel like they're not good enough, and this is what the Lord showed me to help me. It's in a book I have called Think on Purpose and a program that I have. It was like, take my thoughts. I said you're fearfully and wonderfully made. I said that I will bring you to completion. I said that I'm faithful. So take mine and just ride with me. Take mine and let your actions be driven by what I said, not by what you think. And what happens is I started getting different results. And as I got those Mm. different results, the faith was building. And I was like, what? Oh, snap. You know, like, I was just like, oh, my God, it's happening. (laughs) You know, and so then it made it easier for me to replace those, those lies, really those lies of the enemy. Yeah, I mean, if you come into agreement with them, you may spend a little more time there, but it helped me to replace them. Not all of them at once, but it did. So I just wanted to share that for people who are, if, you, if you're if you looking at yourself so much and what you can't do, come out of that and look at him and find the promises. Like, find what he actually said about you, spiritually and wonderfully made, mm. you know, that all things are possible, you know, and and just hold that. Don't go talk to somebody else and be like, do you really think it is? Hold it and begin to walk that thing out with God and let him build your faith. He He's... He, as the people say, now he here for it. He here for it. Mm. He here for it. It makes him happy to find faith in the earth. That's why Jesus said, Well, I find faith when I come. Now, all of that being done and said, you can find me. You can find me on LinkedIn under Sharon Combs. Sharon is spelled S H A R Y N. Wow. It's not an O. Combs like you comb your herbal pool. You can find me on Clubhouse. You can find me on Instagram. My company is called UCDI Leadership. So just to look up UCDI Network. Um. UCDI Network, Sharon Holmes, I'm on all of the platforms. If you're interested, I do have a book called Hold Your Form, which is really, really good. When you read it, you won't think about me. You will think about you and the things going on within your life, and it has real practical tips. So, um, yeah, if you're interested in it, go to my website and say, this is what I want. And if you mention, you know, Mr. Jerry Royce, Batman, or Kimmy Kim, and it's this week. Mm. You can have, like, two for one or something like that, just get it. I'll send it out. It's great. It's, it's great for new leaders. It's great for it's great for everybody because it's really full of biblical principles, but you won't know it. And then as you read it, you'll be like, wait a minute, I notice I'm being more patient. Wait a minute. I notice I'm thinking about things a little differently. So, yeah, that's what people can find me, and that's, um, that's, that's my product plug, if you will.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you so much, my sister. And, uh, before you go, I'm going to bring on Jerry Royce. But I would love for you to pray us out. Before you pray us out, give us a word of encouragement for the re- remainder of the week. And uh, Batman, I need more time with my sister. I I was enjoying the conversation to a point where I forgot the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, bring on oh you the radio.
0: Oh, uh, no, I will. Oh, my goodness. We could talk. I'm so sorry, but um, I, I just love this sister. She was real about her life as a veteran up until now, and, of course, she got more things to say, but I definitely would love to purchase your book, and uh, I will be looking for you on um, Clubhouse. So, um, Boss Batman,
2: do you have anything you want to say?
1: So, Sharon, you have a club room in Clubhouse? I um,
2: I have one room for off the pod, off our live cast called Knowledge and Nonsense. I think tomorrow we're talking about workplace bullying. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it's just Knowledge and Nonsense where we're vetting practices, perspectives, and patterns to see if I'll it's Knowledge and, it. and Nonsense.
1: Like, so please why do you, ping me.
2: What's the origin in intent of
1: that? Yeah, that sounds interesting. Please ping me then. I think that's how I make. Hey, it. Yeah, ping me
2: too. I'm on oh, air. Yeah. I'm on Clubhouse. Hey. <laughs> I want to be on it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm it's, yeah, it's gonna be nice. You yeah. To when your boss is the bully. yeah <laughs>
1: please bring us on. I got a lot to say about that. <laughs>
2: All right. Okay. <I'll> <laughs> I
1: ain't gonna say too much. <laughs> I them. Come on, yeah. yeah. You gotta learn how to move on and and let people just be people. You know. That's how it is. All right. Yeah. So look, you gonna press out, Miss Sharon?
2: Um. Yeah.
1: Sure. You are such a powerful testimony today. And I know our listeners really appreciate you. And um, look for her tomorrow, your own clubhouse. Give them give the information again.
2: Yeah, come find me on clubhouse. And what time? The club is Knowledge and Nonsense. My name is Sharon Combs, and that's combs like you comb your hair, but plural. And tomorrow we're talking about workplace bullying. We'll do it at 6 p.m., 6 p.m. Central time. And we're doing that right before we do our live cast, which is where we have a specialist coming on for the video portion of it. But come on and um, bring your questions. There's no shame. It's all pure, positive, and productive. We just try to work it out and help you navigate. You know, have, navigate this thing called life. Love to see you there.
1: That's right. All all right.
2: Right. All right. So you guys, I'm gonna go ahead and pray. Is that okay?
1: Amen. Absolutely. All right.
2: All right, Father. I thank you so much. Hey, I just want to take this time to bless this platform, bless Kimmy Kim, bless Mr. Royce, AKA Batman. Father, I thank you for the platforms you're giving. I thank you for the voices. I thank you for the voices of your people, God, and the heart, the heart to serve you, the heart to give you your glory and your honor, the heart to let it be known that you are the reason, God, for uh, every good and perfect thing that we have, that we accomplish, anything, anything, God, that is bringing good and perfect things into this realm, we know that you are the reason for it. Lord, for those who are listening, and may feel like this is far removed for them or not a possibility, I ask even now in Jesus' name that you begin to stir up what you've placed in them. Begin to give them glimpses, Father, of the vision. Glimpses. Begin to future pace their mindset, God, so that they can see the glimpses of what you've called them to and where you've called them to walk, God. I pray, Father, that that you would anoint us not to be rigid in what we do but realize that we can be a spoon one week and a bowl the next. Because all we have to do is be your clay. It's up to you how you shape it and shift it. And we yield to that. I pray that people will be encouraged. And Father, I break. I break off that spirit of competition or jealousy or scarcity or orphan mentality that we try to operate from, uh, from corporate America or just from the capitalist side of America. And I thank you that we operate under the give and receive type modality, God. We operate out of your kingdom, and uh, and trust you to to do you and to be you. Um, that's it, Father. I love you. Again, I bless this platform. I thank you for the opportunity, and I just pray that you would continue to bring dynamic guests. That you would continue to bless this platform financially, uh, with health and everything. I'm through, Lord. In Jesus name, I pray. I love you, God. I love you. In Jesus name, Amen. I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. All right. Thank Amen. you so much. Yeah, we appreciate that prayer. All right, Kimmy, Kim, can ready to take us home?
0: I'm ready to take us home. I just want to thank you once again for my sister Combs, and I thank you, Batman, for this opportunity, and uh, be blessed and not stressed, and just know that God loves you. Peace.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and before we close, I just want to say I was just uh, – texting uh, one of our, our previous podcasters, I was telling him, he was saying was that too deep? I said man the Africans, we have a lot of Africans, uh, brothers and sisters that listen to this platform because of our partnership with Pray.com and they always hit me up on WhatsApp they said they love where you guys take uh, these shows and keep doing what we're doing, don't, don't hold back, so that was excellent excellent um, uh, commentary today, so I really appreciate you guys being so transparent, amen Oh, man. Amen. All right. We ready to go home. Take us home, little buddy. Can you feel the power? Can you feel the power? Feel the power. A double High feel
0: the power. 21. To Jerry voice Live Worldwide Podcast.
2: Hey, 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 my name is Davis and I'm from Haiti, but I live in Dominican robbery. I'm here, Proceeds Power 21, Jerry Royce Live Worldwide. We are Christ. We are Hello, everybody. This is Remedy John, because the Lord is from Nigeria, Africa, and you're actually listening to Jerry Ross Live, Worldwide Podcast. You don't want to miss this great show. Hook up, hook up, hook up, God bless you, God bless you hello my name is c and i am recording artists from rwanda in africa you're listening to the best internet radio station in the usa with jerry royce live and positive power 21
0: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
1: dearly beloved we are gathered here today
0: to has anyone seen the bride and groom
1: sorry